0: season, um, along with another Astros world series, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, but moving on to the Astros, so we will move into arbitration. Um, there is a great thread, um, that I asked, um, one of our, um, one of our Twitter followers, if I could read on air that, um, really kind of summarized arbitration. And, um, if for those that are not super familiar with arbitration and what's going on, basically, uh, when you sign a major league contract, you are a player for like six years, essentially. Um, before you can sign a "quote unquote" like contract, contract, so you get um, the league minimum, which is seven hundred thousand, I think, seven hundred twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. What's the league minimum now? Some one of those two two figures, seven hundred or seven twenty, something like that. Um, but today is arbitration um, figures, not today. When when this thread was created which was the 13th um, and I wasn't super familiar with arbitration I just kind of knew that basically it happens and the player comes up with a number and then the team comes up with a number and then they kind of meet in the middle or maybe they don't meet in the middle and I was I was like eh, okay whatever so um, for those that aren't super familiar I'm going to read this thread by the astros locker on twitter uh he's a great follow on twitter if you guys don't follow him uh and i'm going to basically just read this ver- verbatim so that i don't get it incorrect. So, um, and this was, like I said, created on January 13th of 2023. Today is the deadline for players and teams to exchange arbitration figures. So let's talk about the whole arbitration process. Generally speaking, players with more than three and less than six years of service time are eligible for arbitration. Super 2 status needs its own post. Um, Side note, I will be looking into Super 2 status because that is one of the things that confuses me as well. So, um, arbitration eligible players are considered signed, quote unquote, but they're Their wage has not been determined yet. Players will ask for an amount, while teams will counter with a lower amount. These numbers are based on prior salary, performance, and pay of similarly accomplished players, um, aka comps or comparisons. The team and player can negotiate their 2023 salary until their arbitration hearing, which happens in the spring if the two sides cannot reach an agreement. Typically players and teams meet in the middle, but if it goes to a hearing, the arbitrator sides with the player or the team. Whoever, quote-unquote, wins the hearing, that salary is what the player will earn in the following season. Arbitration salaries typically increase annually as the player's rack of accomplishments. Because of this, many ARB-eligible players are considered extension candidates. The MLB luxury tax is based on average annual value of a contract, so a team could hypothetically pay a player their projected arbitration figures for years 4 through 6, then pay free agent rates for subsequent years but the tax hit would be based on the average of those salaries. A great example of this was Alex Bregman's extension, his five-year $100 million deal secured his three ARB ARB years and two free agent seasons. He will earn 28.5 million in 23 and 24 with a tax figure of only 20 million. The Astros have eight arbitration eligible Eligible players, including All-Stars Fromber, Valdez, and Kyle Tucker. There is no deadline to negotiate an extension while a player is under team control. Any deadlines imposed by the player organization are simply based on their preference surrounding mid-season negotiations. The real deadline is when they become free agents. So we had a, we being the Astros, had a number of ARB eligible players, uh, notably Tucker and Fromber. But mm-hmm. um, also Christian Javier, Ryan Stanek, Blake Taylor, Mercy Dubon, Jose Arquidi, and Phil Maton. So, um, going from lowest to highest, um, Blake Taylor, our left-handed, uh, one of our left-handed bullpen, uh, received eight hundred and thirty thousand in arbitration. Uh, Phil Maton, who you may remember as um, his brother Nick Maton of the Phillies, getting hit on him. And then um, Phil Maton being so angry that he punched a locker and was not um, was not ready for the World Series because he was stupid and punched a locker.
1: Yeah, let's let's just say it it made it made um, whenever whenever the Astros, whenever the former Astros closer punched his own face on live TV, it made that look rational
0: (laughs) good night yeah so uh phil maton um received 2.55 million dollars in arbitration and i i have feelings about phil maton i have i very vast deep feelings about phil maton i don't know what happened between this past season and the season before when he was like when he was stone cold ice Maiton that came over from The Guardians and was just lights out and then that season ended and then this season started. He got married. I think that's I think that was the whole whole catalyst. He got married. So this is to all of the Astros players, do not get married or you will suck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go be happy. Do do the things, okay? Go be happy. <laughs> um But apparently apparently he got married and then is super happy and just is makes irrational decisions like punching a freaking locker. <laughs> Anyhow, uh Maton received uh 2.55 million in arbitration, um Mauricio Dubon. Oh, Mauricio. I love you Mauricio Dubon. Or as You're I call cutest- him,
1: Karate Kid.
0: I, he has the cutest dogs and his his wife is adorable.
1: Well, doesn't he doesn't he give you a Ralph Macchio 1985 Karate Kid's vibe because kind he of, looks a lot like
0: kind young of young
1: Daniel LaRusso. Uh,
0: I love, I love Mauricio Dubon as like a player clubhouse guy, like vibes, immaculate. Playing ability, not so much. Well, so part of me wants to love Mauricio Dubon. And then the other part of me is like, bro, can you, can we just, can we ship you off so that like our AAA players that may have more ability with the bat can get in. But then, and then I follow him on Instagram and I see his dogs. I'm like, oh, but what That's other,
1: but what other player thing. has been dubbed a, personal center fielder for for justin verlander
0: <laughs> look justin verlander is no longer here so you I'm know what saying. like
1: we got to respect the dubon i guess you know when look when the Giants
0: not any longer when the not giants
1: got rid of them like giants fans were upset you would have thought that we took like buster posey from them i mean they were like yeah Mauricio dubon like there was there was, exactly, there is legit outrage
0: vibes because his vibes are immaculate, and the vibes do not, unfortunately, translate to the field. Okay, so I I'm with. Well, you know, I Susie, base, baseball drivers.
1: is hard, and you know, whenever whenever we hear this, you know, here's and here's what what I always try to keep into perspective. There's only like 750 major league players on the planet, out of eight billion. Right. So. I mean, and even the best of the best, you know, we're like they're ter- they're a terrible major leaguer. Like, well, you know what though? You know what they are, they're a major leaguer. What they're terrible? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. No. So I mean, like, I will I will give Dubon all of all of the credit because again, amazing amazing dogs. If you guys don't follow the dogs on Instagram, you should. I know. I will start doing that. They're the cutest. Uh, he has a pug and he has a Frenchie and I just every time Nancy his, Nancy, his wife, beautiful wife, uh, posts them, I want to die and just like cuddle all the all the dogs. <laughs> uh, that's yes. so um, but yeah, so Dubon gets 1.4 million in arbitration and again, I'm so torn because again, I love Dubon as a person, but as a player, I just, I kind of want to shake him sometimes. And I just, I'm like, can we, you're the reason why our AAA guys can't come up. As many AAA guys cannot come up. He does. Yeah.
1: And, 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 and that I think is a, is a very um, appropriate, um, I guess, perspective to take on Dubon. It's, it's not that you disrespect that he, I mean, he's here on a major league roster for a reason, but there are, there is this log jam. Um, you know, you've you've got guys down in the minors that you don't know w if they will get the chance, you know, and I I know we keep talking about Corey Jolks, but the thing is Corey Jolkes got overlooked in the rule five draft, so he didn't even get picked yeah. up. So I think his being twenty-seven is concerning to people. But hey, um go to the go to the Sugarland um Space Cowboys Instagram. Ryan Posner's starting a new like series called Rising Stars. He does mm-hmm. a little two minute Breakdown of how great Corey Jolk's season was this last year. I mean, they've got talent. Dearden, yeah. Leon, we talked about earlier. So, yeah, that's where a lot of people are with Dubon. They feel like he's yeah. he's, he's holding back opportunities or he's blocking opportunities for other people. So,
0: it yeah. makes so, sense. So uh, again, it. I'm 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 conflicted on Dubon. I'm very conflicted on Dubon. But anyways, um, Ryan Stanek, are. Our lovely, our lovely vibes bullpen guy. Hopefully gets more innings this this season. Gets 3.6 million. Uh, shout out to Jess, who liked my my Twitter um, update on, on them. And I, not going to lie, totally fangirled for just a hot second <laughs> that she liked my Twitter status. I was like, hey. Yeah, you
1: know, anyhow. I just... I just recently um interviewed him um and just asked him about, about the signing and about what, what, you know, brings him back. And I wrote an article on it and that's on my, it's on my Twitter feed if, if, if anyone wants to read it, but you know, this guy loves Houston. Um, his family loves the, the organization, the fan base. And he said, it's a really place. He said, it's a really hard place not to like, he's like, in other words, like, for for us not to want to be here would would be right. strange. And so um, yeah. I love having him back. And he said, look, you know, he's ready to come in whatever role he has. I, I just exactly. I still haven't gone out on a limb and asked him about his thoughts on the lack of use in the postseason just because I don't ever want to put a player in an interview in a position where I'm asking them to speak maybe sideways of right of a managerial move. I'm not that kind of interviewer and I'm, I know there's reporters out there that they do that. That'll never be my stick because that's, that's kind of the respect I want to, I want to give these players whenever I talk to them.
0: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, between, between Jess, his beautiful wife and their adorable mm-hmm. daughter. Oh my gosh. I literally, every time Jess posts pictures of Joe, um, I want to eat her cheeks off and I realize <laughs> how ridiculous that sounds, but as a former chubby cheeked child, um, Granted, I still have the chubby cheeks. And as a mother of a uh, chubby cheeks child, I literally just I want to gnaw her cheeks. They're just so adorable. And now I understand why all of the little old ladies pinched my cheeks when I was when I was younger. Because it is it's so cute. Um, but Joe is friggin' adorable. So if you go, if you don't follow Jess on Instagram or whatnot, you should because it's adorable, adorable pictures of the child. So, um, and then Urkidi. Oh, Jose Urquidy, our fifth starter, Jose Urquidy, who actually might be, I don't even know, expendable to the bullpen because we've got Hunter Brown coming up. Like, I don't even know, Uh, you know, and we keep saying here in the Astros organization, uh, an embarrassment of riches. And I feel like we need to come up with another term for our situation because – an embarrassment of virtues. If I hear it one more time, I kind of want to shove a rusty spoon in my eardrum. Um, but it, I mean, it, it is, we have so many amazing starting pitchers that Jose Arquiti is like an afterthought in our, in our brains. Um, but you know, he got, he got $3.025 million. Yep. And he, I don't even know how many th- innings he threw in the World Series, like one, two.
1: Yeah. And you know, and, and so here's the deal. So, MLB trade rumors does projections of what they believe these players are going to make in arbitration or in their, in their settlements and they actually put him at 3.2. So that's, that's less than, you know, less than, um, less than 200,000 away from the number they projected. Jose Arquiti is an interesting person because he's a strike thrower. When Mm -hmm. he's on, he's on when he's not locating. He's very hittable because he doesn't throw very hard. He's got a lot of, I mean, I'm not saying he's Greg Maddox, but Greg Maddox, where where he didn't have velocity, where he was throwing high 80s, very low 90s, he was still striking out 13 batters a game because he knew how to locate pitches. Urquidy can be very valuable in that we we are hoping that Lance McCullough stays healthy all season. You don't know what's going to happen to him throughout the season. If he stays healthy, then that's great. You ramp up his innings. Hunter Brown, he's only projected to to go like, I think to start 10 games, I think he's going to get 20 to 25 starts this year. Um, I hope,
0: yeah, I hope he gets more than 10 games. But that, if be yeah, and that that's mean.
1: just like the fan grasp projections and those, and those projections mm-hmm. aren't always correct. But Jose or is one of those guys that also keeps getting talked about in trade rumors. In and trade you rumors, wonder, yeah. like you said, expendable. That's a great word to use. Like, I wonder what it's like for him mentally. Because going yeah. into the season, he's like, I know I'm a part of the team, but I'm kind of the guy being who's kind of on the outside looking in, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: I remember during um, during the trade deadline, when all of that was going down, yeah. he was kind of one of those, like, am yeah. I in, am I And they were messing like, with him. Did on? you see
1: that? Yes. And they were giving him crap. Yes. I was like, good Lord, that's rough, man. That dude. Uh, I felt like, so bad.
0: But, yeah. But, you know, uh, on – Pretty much any other staff in the league, minus a couple, he would be their, like number three, essentially. Yeah. And you know our our rotation is so deep that he's he's like he's the five, the six, the the maybe we're gonna move him to the bullpen guy. I mean, like you you put him in, let's say the not the Rays, like the hell, like the Twins organization. Like easy number three, yeah. like the White Sox organization, oh for sure, you know. And so I wonder how much that does like mess with their head. Like if they they decide, oh, you know what, like I I'm I'm here in this organization, but versus the other organizations, like I could be I could be that every day. Like you would be you would know my name in the starting rotation kind of deal. Exactly. So you know, no, I agree. It's uh, it's one of those where. I'm like, all right, well, Jose, like, I love you. Um, you know, but you are, you are like the, the fifth, sixth starter, possibly we may not see you next season. Who knows? But you know, that's. Well, here's the
1: thing, Susie, you, you got to remember too, um, a team needs between nine and 11 starters to go through 162 inning or 162 game season. Um, we, we talked about this with, um, with, with um, David Sampson and and he, and he broke it down from us for us from that perspective that, you know, the Astros had nine starters last year. Belak was one of those guys. Belak's going to be an innings eater. If you have innings eaters and don't be surprised if Lance McCullers goes on a 10 day IL stint or a two week IL stint, you know, a phantom injury, phantom injuries happen all the time. I mean, it's a part of baseball. It's a legal loophole in baseball. And if he does that, maybe Urquidy gets gets more innings. But I think the Astros have the confidence enough that he's still here, that they yep, paid him sure. to come back. There wasn't a fight or a tussle over it. And maybe he's upping his trade value for them, and they want him to – maybe he's more an integral part in the first part of the season, and then Hunter Brown takes over the second part of the season, you know, in that role.
0: That yeah. But
1: my thing is, if you're going to serve Hunter Brown – correctly you have to have him stretched out at least a quarter of the way in to the end of the season because you yeah. don't want to shorten his stretch out being stretched out you don't want to shorten that by just throwing him in the bullpen pitching yeah, him in here for because sure. that's not his role you may yeah. have piggyback starts you may have where or pitches five and brown comes in and pitches the last four you 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 may have they they do that in the minors if that's how they bring these pitchers up with the piggyback system and it's not a starter role like the rays do but a true guys back to back two starters in one game that really saves the bullpen as well
0: yeah yeah so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what happens this 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 season um a couple of other names that we've not touched on Fromberg avoided ar- arbitration mm-hmm. and got 6.8 million for this year, which, you know, is that's a, a lot is a big jump is a big jump from uh, what was he getting three, three and something. Yeah. Million oh yeah for like three, season. five,
1: six or something. Yeah. He was, yeah. Uh, but, that, but, but that's a huge jump, Susie, because w- when you start talking 5 million and up for these arbitration hearings, mm-hmm. that's a big number. Um, but then Kyle Tucker, what about Tucker?
0: Oh, you no. Know, well, well, let's 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 end on Tucker. Let's end on Tucker because yeah. I I have my I have feelings on Tucker. Um, so Fromber, Fromber. Um, side note on Fromber. I mean, really and truly, if we did not have JV last last season, I one thousand percent believe that Fromber would have gotten way more Cy Young votes. Oh
1: yeah. I think
0: I think Fromber this season is on track to receive. Uh, a good portion of Cy Young votes if he keeps up what he did last season. Which I think
1: Christian is... Javier too had he had more innings because
0: <sighs> mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was
1: top three in every category where the, where there's K's per nine all that stuff so you've yeah. got two guys and Fromber and and um, Javier who are going to be top ten Cy Young um, nominees and one of them yes. may actually win it.
0: Yeah Uh I follow a Fromber on Instagram and I'm seeing all of Fromber's workouts and what not. He's a beast. Like good night, just running on the beach and like following car. I'm like, what are we doing here? It's like Fromber?
1: Rocky. Like, look at
0: you. He's like getting he ready is, for Rocky he, four. I mean, you want to talk about workhorse Lord have mercy. So uh, shout out to you Fromber. I'm, I'm so excited to watch him on the mound uh, this next season. So um, two, but two players that unfortunately could not Meet in the middle for their numbers, hobby, which we touched on, asked for 3.5 million. And the Astros were willing to give him three. Now, I was one of those like those people on Twitter saying, Astros, what are we doing here? Sir, uh, he started two combo no hitters, one versus the Yankees and one in the world frickin' series. What are we doing here? You you can't come up. $500,000. I mean, that's, that is a drop in the bucket. That is like a dollar to you people. So I, in my fury, was enraged for Christian Javier. <laughs> um, but when I took a step back and rationally looked at it and I was like, okay, you know, like, I understand that all of the numbers, you know, moving on from here are, you know, and odds are they will agree to some sort of yeah. in the middle type of thing. But, uh I'm still that Christian Javier Homer that five hundred thousand really Astros. What are we doing? Why? Yeah, and that's and,
1: and there may be because the it has been talked about um here and there and I've heard people say that that the Astros are looking at extending him and Valdez. I think Javier gets an extension before Valdez because he's younger.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's literally the player offers The team offers the arbiter comes in the middle and says, "Okay, this is what's fair. Boom. This is what you get. So there's not always contention. There's not always animosity in the process. It's just they're fighting for their future because the more they can negotiate now, the higher value they're going to naturally have because you're not going to pay a guy a massive arbitration salary and then come down and try to lowball them on their on their contract and so on their
0: free free agent contract, that's right? The or team is trying
1: to hold back a little bit. They're like, ah, like we wanna, you know. So yeah. I think the Javier thing gets done without any issues. Um and the the arbiter decides it, it gets done. And then I think my my prediction is that Javier gets signed to some kind of extension um, between now and when the regular season starts
0: from your mouth to God's ears or flying spaghetti monster or whatever is up there, <laughs> Brett, cause the Lord have mercy. Uh, I need Christian Javier and Fromber, uh sign because he amen. makes the most sense
1: to me. He makes the yeah. most sense to me to, you know, you know, like I said, with his age and to, and to get it done now. And I think, For sure. you know, I think Framber too, but we have a wealth of talent we, we, yeah. we have a lot of money, but we can't pay everybody.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I, And and then our um my my king, Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker, we so Kyle Tucker asked for seven and a half and the Astros offered five. Now that I can see because that is a good good bit of difference. Um and you and I were talking uh before the show started and you had said something about Mike Trout uh receiving five and a half or something like that. that Yeah, I believe it was
1: around it was around five and a half for his first big like whenever he, you know, before he made his first big contract, I think he got like five point five six million, and so when you get up around those numbers, five between five and ten million, you're that's literally a king's ransom in the arbitration. And I I say this right now about Kyle Tucker, and I haven't talked to him personally. The dude knows he he knows he's he's he he oh yeah he's very he's very self aware. And he oh, has yes. this quiet confidence about him. Like, like if I'm Kyle Tucker, or if I'm picturing Kyle Tucker, he's probably sitting there thinking, I don't know, are we allowed to cuss on this show?
0: Brett, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> have you watched any of our episodes, Brett? <laughs> Obviously, you've not. I know, you've
1: I not. know, I know, no, no, I have, but I, I, I don't know, like, you know. As a locked-on guy, it is.
0: It has been an an hour and thirty-three minutes, and I just dropped my first f-bomb. Okay, right? well, okay? so here's the deal. This is this is anomaly. Cal Tucker anomaly. sits back go.
1: and goes, I'm pr- I, you know what? I'm pretty badass. Like, do you guys <laughs> know what precious, I'm going to to that, that you're
0: worried about cussing? And that's the that's the cuss word that you hey, that you dropped. Sorry, that's that's, that's, awesome. that's, that's <laughs>
1: I you. Time <laughs> off for you. My bad.
0: <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Oh, well, and you've got. You've got Lance McCullers, um, you know, ev- literally every time Kyle Tucker posts on, on Instagram, um, you've got Lance McCullers uh, commenting, today's price is not yesterday's price. Mm. The LMJ, I need you to respectfully, respectfully, I say that respectfully, sir, I need you to shut fuck up, okay? Like, I mm. I know, <laughs> Kyle Tucker deserves all of the money. I want Kyle Tucker to get all of the money, okay? But I also want Kyle to Tucker to, to stay but with- Don't drive Houston that Astros. price up
1: for us, right?
0: Yes. And I just, I know Kyle Tucker is worth all of the money. I, I want Kyle Tucker to get all of the, all of the monies, the entire bag. <laughs> but I really feel like the Astros are not going to give him and, that bag because and that's, here's, not, that's not what we do.
1: And here's the problem with all these salaries. It, it's not that a player isn't, isn't worth it, but we're now going into territory where players are being paid into their 40s. Yeah. And again, Not to name drop again, but David Sampson did say that Jim Crane's one of the smartest executives in all of baseball because he's not jumping into this pool of paying players, you know. And he said really the Jose Abreu deal, what it was, was it was probably like, you know what, technically we're paying you, just consider paying you 68 for two years and we're giving you the third year. Like, you know, we put the third year in there so we're not having to pay you all this money in two years, but we want to have you back for that third year as well but he's clearly you know he's just going to get into where he's 40 where all these clubs are 40 41 it is just not smart baseball now with Kyle Tucker you know he he stands to get probably he wants an 8 to 10 year deal i would think 10 to 12 is he that one player though that the astros say you know what we're going to give this guy a big contract or do or do the Astros not go outside of that because if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's worked until now, the biggest thing holding this back is A, the Astros character on the subject, and B, who they have coming up and the promise they have in prospects that are supposed to deliver when they get to the major league level.
0: Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to hear about prospects, right? I don't want to hear about I'm prospects. I'm just telling I you, want, I think I those Kyle are the Tucker... things but I want Kyle Tucker on my team forever.
1: Oh, I would I would love Kyle Tucker. I would love I want Jose Altuve to retire an Astro. I want Bregman to retire. Yes. I want
0: Well, okay. I think Jose Altuve does retire an Astro. He does
1: for sure, I think.
0: How, whatever whatever happens, however that I I think I think Jose Altuve retires as an Astro. I'm less confident on Breggy retiring an Astro, but I'm definitely more confident about Breggy retiring as, as an Astro than Kyle Tucker. I, I agree with that. I, if I have to deal, if I have to deal with my child sobbing because Kyle Tucker does, it moves on to a different team. <laughs> it is going to be, it is going to be a, a dark day in the Susie Fulton house. So which okay. team
1: would it cause the most pain? Okay. Outside of, outside of like a Yankees signing or a Mets signing, like what team could you see him going to, but you would hate seeing him play for that team?
0: The Dodgers. Oh Yeah, yeah see? See? it, it hurts. It yeah. hurts. It hurts. Um if he any anybody but the Dodgers and the Yankees. The Dodgers any anybody besides the Dodgers and Yankees. Like I again go get your bag, Kyle Tucker. Hats off. Take my proverbial cap.
1: See, All someone men. said someone goes, What if he ends up with the Rays? And I'm like, but the Rays don't sign those contracts.
0: Yeah, no. I mean he's it's from Tampa. It's not gonna be the Rays. Mm-hmm. Nope, not the race. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of who would. Right, well,
1: hell. I would hate it if you. If want someone to
0: is like, if people, if if Kyle Tucker came on the market, clubs would say, I don't give, I don't give a fuck who's in right field. Like we <laughs> will make, we will make room, we will See, shift that's a move whatever needs to happen for Kyle Tucker to be. On that's
1: that. a move I think the Texas Rangers would make. It would piss me off. I would, I would, oh hate God,
0: that. that would hurt too. Yeah, that, that would be, hurt too. That would be
1: really bad. I mean, whenever Lance <sighs> yeah, Berkman is... went to the Rangers, I'm like, you're a what? You're a Ranger.
0: Wait, Lance Berkman went to the Rangers? I believe so. Hold on. Oh God. Okay. That, that's, an, that's another thing that I need to, because I was Lance Berkman, like Big Puma on the Cardinals. He, I was like, I'm sorry. Around. What just happened over here? Why is Lance Berkman? on the Cardinals what's going on that's well yeah. you know
1: I talked to him before he before he signed that he was he was with the Yankees for like a year and it it, it was when the Astros were really bad and um he was we were at a production because um my son used to go to second Baptist school in Houston I used to teach there his kids went there his wife's from there and all that stuff so we're talking I said hey um Lance is it okay if I ask you a baseball question he goes sure I said is there any chance you sign back with the Astros? He goes, "I'll sign if they pay me," and I'm like, "Just don't sign with like someone like the Yankees." <laughs> Literally, he signed with the That's Yankees, fair. but they were willing yeah. to pay him, and right. he was just yeah. he was just trying to get a few more extra paydays before he retired. I mean, the dude was able to retire in his mid 30s. Like, who does yeah. that, right?
0: Yeah i I was I did not put the proper respect on Lance Berkman's oh, name. Man. I did not. I will I'll fully admit that my husband was was telling me about all of the the Bagwell Bigio era and how amazing Lance Berkman was. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, oh. sure. OK, whatever. Uh, Lance Berkman. Sure. OK. I'm going
1: to show you something.
0: Did, yeah. Did not put the respect that Lance Berkman deserved. And then I watched I watched it and I was like, oh, my God.
1: This was just gifted to me from a friend, a tri-star authenticated Lance Berkman autograph bat.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. This that that top bat up there, mm-hmm. that first one, if you're on if you're watching on YouTube, I'm pointing to the top bat. That top bat is a Berkman bat. And then I want to say like this one is also I, I want to say is is two. Now I have to go look. Hold on. Dear. Ah, okay. I was wrong. This is so. This one is a. This one's Lance. This one's a Lance Berkman bat.
1: Nice. Oh, so you got an actual Lance Berkman bat. I've got a. Mm-hmm. I've got a pro model bat. It. I don't think it's. I think it's just a big stick pro model. It's not his personal bat. Um. Yeah. It's not this one
0: was a. From the two thousand and one All Star Game. Wow. So That's... yeah. So this. Now, how so did you get your hands husband... on that? Marrying my husband. Does that count? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. No my my husband was my husband was a big collector. Um, before, obviously, I became a fan. So he he nice. was trying to tell me all about all these players. I'm Like, uh huh. Sure. Tell me about George Springer. Why do you not have George Springer stuff? And he's like, Can you not with the? Can you can you just show, Bagwell, all that. So, um, so the, the black one up there is a, uh, Bagwell. Okay. And then the bottom one is a Mike Hampton.
1: Nice. So That's I've got,
0: so I say I, because all of the things that belong to my husband now belong to <laughs> to me as well. Um, but yeah, like, no, like lots of, lots of older. Astros yeah, I, have stuff a, I actually have a Kyle Tucker all this
1: stuff. and you're going to, you're yeah. going to hate when you hear this. There's one of those bats up there signed by Kyle Tucker, I also have a ball, awesome. I have a game used ball signed by Kyle Tucker that was authenticated from the Astros uh, um, authentication store. I won uh-huh. those paying $20 for two raffle spots on a Facebook group.
0: Awesome. Yep. Very cool. Very so, cool. Yeah, I've got, We. it's like a tiny shrine to Kyle Tucker. I see there. that. I exactly. see that. I yeah. see the
1: picture. Yes. I'm Kyle I'm, Tucker
0: over there. Oh now, over there. there. we go.
1: I'm kind of disappointed as a photographer you didn't photoshop yourself into the picture.
0: Um sir, I have one. Let's see. Let's let me move my Wait, have you done see, this? Let me move my
1: no, are let you? Let me ser- move my,
0: my screen. Do you see do you see my screen I see, there? Is that there, Kyle Tucker in a sweater? That's, yes, that is Kyle Tucker in a sweater, and that is not actually photoshopped. I I met Kyle Tucker at one of the TriStars and I paid for the picture. And so it's like Kyle Tucker and I and my, and my twins. And it looks like we're one happy family. (laughs)
1: Nice. I like it. Yes. Yes. So
0: I don't have to Photoshop a picture of (laughs) Kyle Tucker and I together. It's already up there. Your husband's
1: like, why do our Christmas cards have you and Kyle Tucker and the kids?
0: (laughs) Yeah. He wouldn't mind. He wouldn't mind at all. (laughs) He wouldn't, you know, like in the
1: office, whenever, uh, whenever Michael Scott photoshops his, his his (laughs) itself into that ski picture. Um, Oh yeah. No,
0: he's, he's, he's amazing. So, um, but you know, go, going going to that though, Kyle Tucker and his uh amazing fiance, they, they got engaged over the off season. So congratulations, Kyle Tucker and Samantha and um Chaz, our center fielder forever. Right. And by our I mean my center fielder forever because there are there are some of you out there that are not putting the respect that Chaz McCormick deserves on his name. He's
1: Susie's personal uh, so center fielder.
0: He's my he's he is. So, uh, if, if there is, if there is a Chaz McCormick fan club, I am, I am the president, co-founder, all of that. Like that's me. Okay. So Chaz McCormick proposed to his beautiful girlfriend, now fiance Courtney. So congratulations to them. And then JJ Matajevic. Oh, wow. Recently just got married. Um, I want to say like a week ago. So congratulations JJ Matajevic. So yeah, that's So are you still taking? So
1: are you still sticking to this marriage theory then?
0: Um, look, I'm not going to put that (laughs) juju on them. Okay, I'm not going to put that juju on them. I'm just saying that that history denotes that once once a player gets married, it it, it's not it's not it's not a good time. Okay, so um, but I'm not going to put that juju. I'm not going to put that juju on them. I fully fully believe that Chaz McCormick and Kyle Tucker will be amazing players for four years on it. Okay. Well, you know, we're
1: hoping that in fourth or fifth grade, they got their cootie shot, you know, circle, circles, right. dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot and that keeps all the bad stuff that you get from like, you know, I was told to stay away from the girls, you know, they have yeah. cooties. And then of course we'd get our cootie shot at school, you know, do the whole circle, circle yeah. and do that. And then we'd be totally vaccinated from, you know, girls being a bad thing. And that's why I had a, a very serious relationship in fourth grade was given a gold chain in fourth grade and it turned my neck green. That was nice. Um, (laughs) it was totally fake gold, but yeah, so, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated in that, in that regard. But look, I think at the end of the day, what the Astros have, when you look at the players, the cast of characters, they have literally, Major League Baseball just came out and rated the Astros, the top lineup in baseball, whether, whether someone is out there platooning with Chaz or Chaz is the main guy. Don't I, you put
0: that juju on no, him, Brent. No, don't listen. you do it.
1: No, no, this is this is it. I think Chaz, Chaz's ability at the plate is massive. Like his swing covers the entire plate. I think his his defense was on display in the World Series. And the center field position is his. And I don't think the competition is a bad thing for him. You know what? Some players do. Is Chad thrive. like
0: biscuit? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm just saying that some players thrive in that platooning position. Some players thrive where they're not getting every single start and someone is going to have to challenge him for that spot. But I think, I think he's proven that he is the guy, but he's going to have competition and I don't know that Jake Myers ever really gets back to that spot of favoritism he had with the Astros. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you're going to see Pedro Leon. I think you're going to see Dearden. You're going to see Myers. You see a lot of guys really gunning for that position in 2023. And I think that makes the Astros a better team because during the season, you're going to need people. You're going to need rest. You're going to need that stuff. If, you know, things pop up and come playoff time, you don't want to just have one option out there. You want to have multiple guys. And I think some of these guys can work Mauricio Dubon out of a job. If so, he's someone they can move at the trade deadline. You're able to keep a more valuable piece, but for all intents and purposes, he is the starting center fielder going into opening day.
0: No, for, for all intents and purposes, he is, he is, he is the Astro center fielder. And I think you are correct that I think that that center field job is his to quote unquote lose. Um, but I think that there was—I mean, there was a lot of movement there this season. I mean, he got—he got sent down to Triple A. Granted, he never actually left. You know, when when Michael Brantley went down with that injury, he was still at the hotel, and the Astros called him and said, "Oh, just kidding. Don't don't get on the plane. You got you got to come play." You know, and he he did. He he came out and said, you know, that that was kind of a, an eye-opening experience for him. I don't I don't think by any means he was not working as hard as he as he could. Um, but I do think that maybe he's like, okay, well, all right, well, let's, let's do this. And th- I'm going to show him everything that I have. And I think that he will be, I, I, it is the center field job is his. And I think maybe if he knows that he's a little bit more secure in that center field spot, maybe he will not saying that he pressed a bunch last season, but maybe he will relax a little bit and maybe hit right handers a little bit more than, than he did last season because he, yeah. you know, he crushed lefties, but um, you know, he played, let's see, he was, he had 407 plate appearances according to, um, uh, baseball reference, you know, he, so look, Chas McCormick, Chaz McCormick is our, our center fielder and our one through seven is freaking, you want to talk about the closest thing to like murderers row? I, I feel I think like, not, like, and I, and this is not even like a Astros, like Homer. Take I really truly feel that our the Astros one through seven is freaking ridiculous, and the fact that Chas McCormick has a slash line of you know what let's see his two forty five three thirty two and seven thirty eight I mean that's your that's your eight eight yeah. hole like the fact that that is that is a very serviceable those are very serviceable numbers your eight and nine hole we. We don't have enough time to talk about Martin Maldonado. I love you, Martin Maldonado. We don't have enough time to talk about that. But the fact that like that is your eight hole. I, Astros, Astro fans, what, what are we doing here? Okay. Have y'all just gotten so used to and accustomed to all of our all of our guys just being so amazing that you're like, Oh my gosh, Josh McCormick, he's not doing Shut up. Okay. You could be Reds fans. You could be a Pittsburgh Pirate fan. Mm, okay. Mm. Like that that could be that could be us. That okay. Hurts. So sh- Stop it, okay? Like, I need I need everybody to hop on the Chaz McCormick train with me, okay? I will be the conductor. Just hop on. That is your eight hole. All of you people that are saying Martin Maldonado, I need also you to shut up too because see, it's not I
1: like see, I like Chaz in the nine hole better because Chaz hits, gets on base, and then Altuve can knock and him
0: then in. Altuve can knock him in. Okay. We're, regardless of where he is, though, I mean, if 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 your eight nine hole are. Are your weakest hitters and your, and your quote unquote weakest hitter, you know, your, o, his OPS is 738. Like that is, what are we doing here? Like you are, we're it's, like, re, we are spoiled. We are spoiled. And now, now we just, now we're acting like the, like the bratty kid in, in a chop, what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Daddy, I want that one. You know, see, like, I didn't
1: see, I've been a big Charlie and Chocolate Factory fan. I, I, um, I, I, I didn't really like that as much as the original Willy Wonka. I'm, I'm more a Willy Wonka guy. Johnny Depp kind of freaked me out a little bit in that movie, to be honest.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, regardless of which of, of which Willy Wonka you watched, like Violet, Violet didn't change much. Oh she was still the same bratty freaking kid. And in, in, in both, we those. have and we I, have
1: turned into know. Violets. I mean, look, we are in the greatest era of Astros baseball, and we may be witnessing one of the greatest teams and team runs ever assembled. I mean, really going to be one of the top five baseball teams ever. I mean, we're going to be up there with the big red machine, with the Oakland A's, with the Yankees at one of those titles back in the, you know, early 1900s. And and, I mean, really, that's what we've got here. And sustainable success is absolutely achievable. You know, I've had our championship window open through 2026, 2027. And it's just to me, the sky's the limit. So we have to temper our expectations on Astros signing people. We have to trust the process that got us here, and know that at the end of the day, no matter who's patrolling center field or in the nine hole or leading off, I trust that the Astros make the right decision.
0: One thousand percent, one thousand percent. So, um, I mean, Astros fans, like we we are, we are, we are a spoiled bunch. We have been uh, we have been accustomed to a lot of amazing, uh, not once in a lifetime, but but some like generational talent here, right? Like that's the the level of play that the the Astros have have brought up from our our system and have um, molded into these amazing players. It has just been mind blowing. So. Um, you know, we're going to we're going to close the show cuz Brett we are we are a chatty bunch sir. We have been chatting it's for, all good. for quite some time. Yes, so, <laughs> uh, but a, a great episode. Um, so we're going to go ahead and end it right here. Um, Brett tell tell of our tell all of our listeners there we go uh where they can find you on social media.
1: Yeah, you can find me at Hn H&M Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me um, at Locked On Astros on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, pretty much any social media platform, and check out our YouTube channel, Locked On Astros. Subscribe to us right now. We're doing three shows a week, stretching it to a fourth once the season gets started. We'll go back to five days a week, and we are your only daily Astros podcast for your team every day.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of shows. A lot of shows, Brett. So, um, but Brett, we uh, appreciate you and thank you for coming on the show and chatting um, with me for you know the last last uh, hour and fifty four minutes, apparently. <laughs> so, um, I will put all of Brett's links in the episode description below, um, and go check out Locked On Astros, um, Brett. You also do some writing yeah. as well on. Oh yeah. Various, um, sources.
1: Yeah. So dirt, dirt diamond sports network. Um, if if you go to dirt, dirt diamond sports network.com, um, we just kind of did a little soft launch of a sports network. And have some people that may, you may be familiar with that may have a small part in it. Um, Susie and Shelby, um, have, have basically agreed to help us out with that. It's just, look, It's people that want to get together and talk about baseball, Major League Baseball, not just Astros focus, but around the league. So um, as we grow and as we gain people from other regions and stuff, we hope that it will be a go to place for any whether they're avid or casual fans of Major League Baseball.
0: Yes, for sure. So um, yeah, like Brett mentioned, uh, Shelby and I have signed on to the Dirt Diamond Network. We're very excited for that. Um, we are writing some articles, uh, summarizing some of our past episodes so that that can go up on the website, and we are thrilled for that. And again, I will put all of Brett's information in the show description show notes below and um if you guys like what you hear um uh like what you see that sounded weird don't don't do that um but if you like the information that Shelby and I um, have been putting out there we appreciate any sort of likes comments rates reviews um we definitely want to get back on the charts we have fallen off but that is okay cuz you know there's like a gajillion and a half um, baseball podcast. And when I look at all of the podcasts on the top 250, they're like lots of national ones. So even the fact that like we broke in at all just kind of makes me feel good. But we definitely want to get back on the charts. So if you guys uh, like the show, rate, review on Apple and Spotify and YouTube, come join us over on you- our YouTube channel. I think there's I think there's like 115 of you subscribed, nice. which hooray for, for us over there. And um with that, we will say goodbye and we will see you guys Next week, we're very excited about some of our upcoming guests, but we will um, keep you in the loop on our Instagram, Twitter, all of our social medias, fun stuff. So, with that, we will say goodbye and thank you to Brett, and we will see you guys next week. Ghost Rose.
1: Ghost Rose.